0: Welcome back, everybody. This is going to be a fun little podcast. I've been thinking a ton about this recently. A while back, I actually did a podcast with my wife, and I had a ton of people reach out and say how much they appreciated it, and really wanted to kind of find out more of the journey as an entrepreneur when you're married or have a significant other, and trying to balance work and spouse and all the crazy stuff associated with that. So I thought I would actually go a little bit deeper into one of the things that uh my wife and I were talking about just recently, it's been such a, an eye-opener for me that has impacted the way in which I approach my marriage, but more importantly, how I balance my marriage with my business and, and travel and all the crazy things associated with that. So hold tight and let's kind of dive right into this. Welcome to Funnel Hacker Radio Podcast, where we go behind the scenes and uncover the tactics and strategies top entrepreneurs are using to make more sales, dominate their markets, and how you can get those same results. Here's your host, Dave Woodward. A little bit of backstory first. So, My wife and I have been married uh, just over 25 years now, but prior to prior to our getting married and prior to meeting my wife, I used to date a lot. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was kind of like, you know what, there's 31 flavors out there. I gotta figure this thing out. And so I used to date a lot. Unlike my wife, where she basically dated one guy through high school and then into college for a while. And and so she was much more of the just date one person for a long time and try to figure things out. My only reason in mentioning that is that we both approached dating and marriage a little bit different. And the reason this to be important to you as far as business is to understand right now, there are so many people out there talking about date night. You got to date your spouse, you got to date your spouse. It's the way of balancing things in life. What I found is there's a big difference between dating and courting. And my only reason in saying that is uh, my wife was really frustrated with me a few months ago. She's like, you know, we never ever go out on any dates anymore. And I'm like, sweetie, in my mind, I'm thinking we're dating like every week. And what I realized was, I was looking at dating my wife and this whole concept of of trying to connect with her as more of a checklist type of approach. And uh, I remember prior to getting married, sometimes you'd be on a date with somebody and you're literally like, how fast can this end? It's like speed dating. It was like, what can I do to get this thing over with? Because there's other things I want to be doing. And it was a fascinating thing as I was sitting there talking with my wife. So my name's Dave. Hers name's Carrie. So I'm taking my approach is D is dating. Uh, her approach is C for courting. And so what happened a few weeks ago? I had been just slammed with travel, with work, with things that were going on. And one of the things she gets so frustrated with me about is we could quote unquote be together on a date, but I'm not there. My mind isn't there. My body might be, but my mind is elsewhere. And one of these weeks where I said, you know we're gonna New Year's resolution I think, we're gonna date every week. And so I literally was starting to keep track of our dates every week. And I started looking back over them and you know, most of them were dinner. Um and this week it was basically we went to uh my son's ultimate frisbee game and then dinner afterwards and that was quote unquote, in my mind, our date. And she got really frustrated and she goes, Oh, so I'm supposed to, I, you know if if that's what we're going to classify as a the date, then you got to let me know, because we were at the game and you were talking to other people. We weren't together. Uh, we went to dinner. You were on your phone taking care of some things, Dave. That's not a date to me. And I'm sitting there going, "Hmm." She goes, "You know, when we first got before before we got married, you always were courting me." And I'm like, "Oh, major difference between dating and courting." So a little more backstory here. When I first met my wife, she was engaged and I was a pretty arrogant guy at that time and, uh, knew she's exactly what I wanted. And, and, I happened to see her, um, see her at the grocery store and I asked her out on a date and she goes, Dave, I'm engaged. And I said, well, you know, sweet Carrie, you know, when you're no longer engaged, give me a call. And it was again, proud, brash, whatever it might be. But it's really how I felt. Cause I'm like, this is the woman I want to marry. Well, she ended up breaking off that engagement and I went on full court press. She was not interested in dating. She wasn't at all. And I, all I was doing was getting frustrated. And so I took a little break from the whole thing, but I found myself doing whatever I could to court her. And what i realized was, so we met in like October, she was engaged and was supposed to get married. Um, no date actually being set type of a thing. And then they ended up breaking it off, uh, in like December, January, somewhere in that area. And I didn't see her until, uh, just about springtime. I'd been totally frustrated. I actually was, uh, getting a master's in exercise physiology. So I was teaching some PE classes, one of which was golf. And I was out on a date. She was on a date. She came up to me and said, Hey, are you, do you have any room in your golf class? And I'm like, absolutely. And so what happened literally was this is the woman of my dreams. And I courted her like crazy, probably as a teacher, probably shouldn't have done it. But uh, anyways, we literally within, I mean, summer term started in like June and we were engaged by August and married in November. I mean, this is the woman of my dream. She's exactly what I wanted. And I courted her extremely heavy where literally throughout the day, I was thinking, what else can I do? What would be things that would help me get to know her better, to have her get to know me better, things that would, anything at all. And it wasn't a matter, again, I was a poor college kid. It wasn't that I had to spend a bunch of money, but it was doing things that were much more than just a dinner, where it was activities that she was attracted to and attracted to me. And so my whole reason of bringing this up is uh, this last week, again, I was traveling all week and I had said, you know what, I really want to make sure we have a date this on Friday. And she's like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. And I'm like, no, sweetie, I really want. She was great, whenever you got time, and I hate when she said that. It's like whenever you got time, I'm like, okay, I have to make the time. So I literally got uh, went in the office. I I left the office early and planned out a date, a courting, a courtship type of thing, as I would even when I was in school 25 years ago. And so for for us, some of the things that she loves to do and I love to do in spending time together. Was I got home from the office about noon, 12:30, one o'clock. I had lunch and then we put the bikes on the back of the car drove down to the Greenbelt in boise and rode 20 miles uh just talking and having fun and again courting my wife uh from there we went out to to dinner at uh, uh, a fun little mexican uh little mexican bar strip type of or uh off the in this fancy little area downtown um I said strip there. It wasn't a strip club type thing. <laughs> it was a a little Mexican uh, Mexican club cantina thing, and just had a great great time. Talked a ton about uh, dreams and things we want to do and the kids and and did not have my phone with me. Didn't. I was totally focused on her. From that we came home. Uh, we I just gotten her a set of golf clubs, and so we went out in the backyard. Uh, we've got a little. Uh, we live on a golf course and. There's the the practice green. So we were out there chipping and having fun and then just uh, came in and she had just gotten a new Garmin watch and I sat down and basically spent time helping her get her new Garmin watch set up. So again, all in money wise, I may have spent, I don't know, 20 bucks on dinner. That wasn't the point. Courting didn't need to spend a whole bunch of money. It was the time. And so I've now changed my focus instead of dating my wife to courting my wife and it was just such an eye-opening experience for me. And my only reason in saying that is I think too often as uh, as business owners, entrepreneurs, it's we focus so much in our business and it's nonstop mental time that what I found is I had to change my idea of dating my wife to courting my wife to be able to turn my brain off so that all of my energy, all my focus, everything was on her. And by doing that, uh, one of the things I love about my wife is she, uh, she and I are have the same dreams and goals and everything else, as long as she's knows that she's first and feels first, I can go spend the time and the energy because she'll support me in that. What I found is that uh, anytime I, I try to focus more on building a company, even though I say I'm quote unquote doing it for her, it doesn't have the same meaning. And so for me, the way I've been able to change that is been a mental mind shift recently as far as courting my wife versus dating my wife. I hope that helps uh, whether you're married, single, Courting, uh, have a significant other. The whole idea here, what I really want to make sure you understand is the importance of when you're with your loved ones, you've got to find some way of turning your mind off and you've got to be present. And so for me, uh, the mental mind shift of dating to courting literally has helped me become much more present with my spouse. I love you, princess. Have an amazing day, everybody else. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Fun Hockey Radio. We are about ready though to change some things and i wanted to kind of reach out real quick and let you understand some things you're going to see happening real quick here uh probably about the middle of april of 2019 we're actually going to be changing the kind of the formats and really the purpose of this podcast so up to this point i've been doing a lot of spending a lot of time interviewing some of our funnel hackers and things and telling their stories we're going to continue to do that but we're going to add in a new little twist currently right now as of today we are just under 78,000 customers currently using ClickFunnels. And what we thought is, why not have you guys come join us on the journey to create a culture of 100,000 rabid, excited funnel hackers. So what I'd like to do is just invite you along, continue to, if you don't mind, rate, review the podcast, let us know of uh, other people, even possibly outside of our funnel hacker community, who'd like us to bring in and interview, and really want to make sure that you understand the purpose of this podcast is to help you in building your culture and building your community, your tribe, and really helping you understand what it takes to build a community of super, super excited, passionate customers who rave about your service. More importantly, they, they spend time talking about it, referring clients to you. So with that said, join us as we hit on our journey to over 100,000 customers. and We're going to try to get this done before the end of 2019. So thanks so much for listening. Rate and review this and enjoy the journey.